Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, January 13th of 2021. And um, there were a decent number of events today, not a ton. I mean, it's still early January, but there were a good number of events, so we're going to cover all of them. Um, and there were only a couple of countries that didn't have anything, at least to my knowledge. So with that, we are going to jump right in to the Belgian royal family. Belgium today, there were two events. Um, the first is if you're a longtime listener, you will know this is my all time favorite event. It happens in every royal household, which is why I love it so much. It's a, it's a great way to compare uh, different styles and stuff like that. It's my favorite. Um, so today, King Philippe received credentials from the from four new ambassadors from Indonesia, Canada, Bangladesh, and Nepal. Um, and he did this at the Royal Palace in Brussels. Um, and I mean, it's nothing special. It's always interesting in a COVID world to see the differences, um, but I'm getting so used to them now in COVID. Um, but it's still like, Philippe is in full gala. He has his sash on. Um, it's just like a nice little pomp and circumstancy thing that doesn't happen all that often, but I love it. Um, especially in 2020 and of course, in at least the beginning and probably most of 2021, there isn't pomp and circumstance around a lot of things. So this is like the one event where there is still pomp and circumstance. Um, I have mentioned before, but I will continue to mention, um, expect sometime in the next few months when new ambassadors are named from the U.S. I will give some more information on who the U.S. ambassador is to each of these seven countries um, because I enjoy doing that and it's a way for me to combine like my two favorite things which is American politics and also like European royalty um, and just really be able to talk about them both in a way and I think it's important to know who some ambassadors are. Um, not always, but sometimes it is. Um, to know who's representing American interests in other countries and also like building those diplomatic relationships. So that's what was going on uh, this morning and then this afternoon. King Philippe continued his audiences with government officials where today he met with the Minister of Pensions and Social Integration. Um, so yeah, again, I still haven't figured out what these meetings are about, um, if it's an annual kind of thing or what's going on, um, but it is very, you know, it, it's keeping him busy, which in turn is keeping me able to talk about the Belgian royal family every day, which has been kind of nice because otherwise it'd be a really slow week. It's already a really slow week, but like... It's even more slow this week um, if I wouldn't have them to talk about. So that's what was going on there. 
And now I'm gonna, we are gonna move over to the UK where we're gonna talk about um, the court circular events from yesterday and today. So let's go to the UK now. Over the past two days in the UK, there have been a couple of events going on, but there haven't been a lot of information, so I decided to put these in at least a two-day segment. Um, that way I could spend a lot of time on yesterday's events. Um, and so with that, I'm going to go ahead and we'll start with yesterday, um, which it was... Hold on. Sorry. There we go. Okay. Okay. So we are going to start with yesterday, the 12th, for what was on the court circular for January 12th, 2021. Um, and so it looks like here, Prince Charles, the Prince of Wales, held a telephone meeting with Antonio Gutierrez, who is the Secretary General of the United Nations, um, while Prince William, the Duke of Cambridge, was held a meeting for the Earthshot Prize, which is a an initiative that he launched, I think in October, um, to focus on environmental actions um, and funding them. So that was what was going on then. And now we are going to move on to today, the 13th, um, and take a quick peek at the court circular here. Um, oh, okay. So Queen Elizabeth held a council via video link. So this is like, I, I think this happens maybe every month or every couple months, um, with the government. Um, so she met with, um, the secretary of state for justice, the leader of the house of Lords and Lord, uh, Secretary of State for Scotland, uh, an MP, uh, which is a member of parliament, um, who took, okay, so actually he became the Secretary of State for Business, Energy, and Industrial Strategy, and that was that. Um, and then also this evening, uh, it's Wednesday, so the weekly meeting uh, the weekly audience between Boris Johnson, Prime Minister, and Queen Elizabeth was held via telephone because um, that is how they've been meeting for about a year due to COVID protocol um, and all of that good stuff. Um, I was trying to think if she met with his like stand-in while Boris Johnson was in um, the ICU with COVID. Um, but I can't remember. That was in April. That was a long time ago now. Um, I'll have to go back and maybe listen to that episode and remember. Um, and we can talk about it next week if I find out. Um, and then, let's see. Okay, so moving on to the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge um, held a video link, uh, held a video conference to, with emergency responders and representatives 
from the Hospice UK Just Be Counseling and Bereavement Support Line. Um, I expect we'll see some video of that in the next few days. Um, and then the Duchess of Cambridge held a meeting with the early years, which is something she launched last, last year, um, about a year ago exactly. So that is what was going on in the court circular for the past couple of days. Um, and we'll, you know, continue if there are public facing events, we'll definitely talk about them, but I don't expect there to be a lot because the UK is in lockdown through the rest of the month. Um, but if there are, we will talk about them. And if not, we'll do court circular readouts every couple of days just to keep us up to date, but not spend too much time talking about it if there isn't a lot to talk about. So with that, we are going to move now to Norway because there was nothing in Denmark today and still no additions to the calendar. It's going to be a real quiet January. Um, and then again, nothing in the Netherlands today with no events on the calendar either. So we are going to move on to Norway now. There was some exciting news this morning out of Norway, um, and that is King Harald and Queen Sonia have both been vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, I'm not sure what vaccine most of Europe is using, so they will presumably have to have a second dose, but they, um, it was their turn in their age range. So they are both 83. Um, King Harald will be 84. In next month and Queen Sonia will be 84 in July um, but they're both 83 so it was their turn in their um, range so they received their vaccine this morning um, I do love that like royal households are choosing to announce um, when their members have been vaccinated but what I also am surprised by and pleasantly surprised by is most of them seem to be waiting their turn um so this you know happened with queen elizabeth and prince and the duke of edinburgh um it's happening in norway uh the dutch royal house i don't think i ever commented on this but the dutch royal house released a statement that they would receive the vaccine when it was their turn but not until then um and they wouldn't announce it so they're one that i don't expect an announcement from um, but when it is their turn, it is presumed that they will have it according to this announcement. Um, and so, like, I just think, like, it's awesome that they're, one, waiting their turn, but also sharing with the public. Um, I've read some stories about how when Queen Elizabeth received her vaccination, um, a few elderly people decided to go ahead and receive theirs, even though they were a little nervous. Um, they did go ahead and decide to receive their vaccination as well. Um, so like it does make a difference when these public figures get vaccinated, it creates trust, um, and convinces people to do what is right, um, around all of that. So I think that that was really, really cool news. Um, and I was very happy to see that. And then next, um, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metamarit held a digital meeting 
with a brother and sister research duo from the University of Oslo who created the health information system that Norway is using for COVID, I think, like, tracing, um, like, contact tracing, um, or to track and notify health providers of symptoms, one of the two. Um, But, like, it's a really awesome... I love that it's a sibling duo um, who created this system. That, like, I just love that. I think that's awesome. And then also, um, they released a picture of what I assume is the video conference from today. I, I don't know if it is or not. But it is the most casual looking thing in the world. And I kind of love it. Like, Metamart has her hair, like, a mess like mine. Um... She looks really cozy and she has like a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, just like lounged back. Like what a way to work, you know, working from home at its prime. It is so cool. Um, I think it's hilarious. It's just fantastic. Um, and you know, I, what I haven't done that maybe I'll do, maybe I won't do. I'm not making any hard commitments to it yet. Um, is I don't quite know what each country's kind of standard is right now. So I know the UK is in lockdown. That gets a lot of international news. Spain is not, um, although they're, they are essentially right now because of the snowstorm, but like they're not in lockdown. Um, so I don't know what Norway's status is. Um, Belgium is, of course, encouraging work from home. We've talked about that. Um, but it's not, you know, hard and fast rule. Like, it's not the law that you work from home. It's just strongly encouraged. Um, and I think, I don't know. I think it's just, like, everyone in Europe and everywhere really should be working from home. But I think that's kind of, like, the standard practice is, like, let's work from home if we can. And if we absolutely have to, we'll work outside the home. Um, and for a lot of, you know, specifically in the royal families, they live where their offices are for the most part. There are very few royals who don't have, like, their staff offices where they are resting their head. Um, and so, like, Akuna Metamarit don't, I mean, they don't have, I don't think, a full staff where they are, but, like, they have office like home offices because they live in a royal estate, so it's big. Um, so they have home offices and ways to work from home um, and are doing so. And, um, you know, same thing like in Sweden, the main offices and stuff are like at the royal palace, but everyone seems to have figured out ways to do it, uh, to work from their residences. So it's, it's interesting. Um, King Philippe is still traveling between where he lives and where, uh, in the Royal Palace in Brussels. Um, I don't know why, because he has offices at both, but he's, he's switching around. Um, but I think like, of course, you know, let's work from home if we can. I know I do not. Um, my job requires me to be out and about and travel way more than a person really should in this 
climate, but I do. Um, but I'm very safe when I do so. And I've only thought I caught COVID once, maybe twice. So, and I never have, but, um, I feel like now I should knock on wood because I cannot have COVID right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like an important type of thing is, you know, everyone is working from home if they can. And, um, so I love that the Norwegian royal family has made it as cozy as possible. That was the whole point of that tangent. Um, sorry, I'm a little spacey today. I, I apologize. It's been a long day and not the easiest day. But anyway, we are going to move on now to Spain um, and talk about the events going on there. So let's do that now. Today in Spain for what is now the only event on the Spanish royal family's calendar this week. You guys, let me just grieve this for a moment. We started last week, so their schedules come out on Friday. So their week was packed. There was an event or two every day. There is one event this week. Um, which is fine. I understand. There was a snowstorm. There's COVID. Like, there are lots of reasons that this had to happen. But it makes me so sad. Um, hopefully, there will be a little bit of relief from the snowstorm. Um, it does look like it's getting cleaned up from what I can tell. But in a, in a country that doesn't receive a lot of snow, of course, it's taking a long time. So... The snowstorm has affected this. So we had King Felipe working from his office for the first time in months that they've, you know, shared video of at least. Um, well, yeah, he went into quarantine at some point recently, like November. So he did work from home then. Um, but that was one engagement, which this is too. Um, so I think that was in November. But then before that, it wasn't. It was after June. Um, they hadn't really worked from their home offices publicly, like sharing information from their work in their offices uh, since June. But there was that one event from November. Um, but anyway, today Felipe uh, opened, uh, sent a video message, or he participated in the whole thing um, in the... 11th annual Spanish Investors Day, which, of course, is focused on the Spanish economy. Um, so he was originally due to attend in person. I think it was happening in Toledo. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I know somewhere he was supposed to go to Toledo this week. Um, but 
because of both COVID and snowstorm Philomena, that was impossible. Um, so he started his speech by welcoming everybody and congratulating them on the production of a digital event plus an event that was supposed to be held in person, but the snowstorm um, made that very hard to do. Um, and then he also sent his well wishes to those who have been um, hurt or injured or lost loved ones in said storm. Um, and then he also spoke a little bit about the pandemic and all of the challenges that were created, which is part of, you know, congratulating the organizers on putting together an event through all of this. Um, and then he talked a lot about the economy in Spain and it went way over my head, um, which like props to him. Most of it, some of it, half of it was in English. Um, so that helped, <laughs> but still it went over my head. It would definitely have gone over my head if it was in Spanish. Um, because I can understand, like, I understand what he's talking about, but not all the details because I'm also not Spanish. Um, so I don't understand the Spanish economy in terms that they use for the economy and stuff like that in Spain. But, um, he spoke really eloquently about it and really knew his stuff, which like, awesome. Um, and then he also mentioned, and I didn't know this and they didn't write about it anywhere that I found, um, but he is the honorary chair of the committee for the forum. So that means like, he's he's not heavily involved, but he is aware of like all the planning and stuff that goes around this. Um, and this is the third time that he has, I put this in quotes. Um, he did attend the event, but like he was in his office. Um, but you know, he attended. So this is the third time he's attended the Spanish investors day conference. Um, now he is another Royal who technically, lives off-site from his, from the offices of the royal household, where his, like, main office is. That being said, it's, like, a minute by car and, like, a meter. No. A, kil a kilometer. It's very close in proximity to where they reside, um, it's all on the same, like, grounds, so he can drive himself to work and it takes a minute, or he can walk himself to work and it takes, like, ten or something. Um, I don't know how long it would take. I don't know how long it takes to walk a kilometer. Maybe as long as it takes to walk a mile. Things I don't know, because I measure my life in miles and feet and inches because I'm American, and we don't... We don't abide by the metric system, although I try. I would like to learn the metric system and Celsius. I've already learned. Um, <laughs> this is such a ridiculous thing. Last year, there were a lot of events that I wanted to watch live. And so they always shared what the military time was or what the 24-hour time was. So things would be at like 1,600 hours. And I didn't know what time that was. And so I've learned military time. And now that's, like, the only way I read time. Um, I have military time, like, everywhere in my car, in my car, on my phone. It is still a 12-hour clock on my computer, which is interesting. But 
I don't know why that is. I never changed it, I guess, when I got my computer. But anyway, that's okay. So I did that, but I've tried to learn Celsius, but like it's not an easy correlation. And it's not easy to do kilometers and meters in the metric system because I don't understand. If I'm weighing food and stuff, I will weigh in the metric system um, in grams and kilograms, but I... I don't weigh food. Um, I weigh myself in I weigh myself in American metrics. But anyway, that was a really wild tangent that I went on to say that King Felipe basically lives in the same place he works. He just lives off of the palace. Anyway, I'm telling you guys, it's been a really strange day. Um, I'm trying so hard to get through this day, but with that, we are going to go ahead and move on now to the Swedish royal family, and we're just going to leave Spain where I am at. Uh, we are doing very little editing today, so good luck, everybody. Um, so with that, let's go ahead and move on to Sweden to end our episode. <laughs> One of the perks of doing this podcast with lighter episode or with lighter days is I do get to spend a little bit more time on each royal family, which I love. Um, so in December, when I took a break from the podcast just to like reset um, and kind of make plans for the coming six months, um, I do six months at a time, and then I tend to take a break. Although I, it's actually more like eight months because I'll take a break in August. Um, but I'll do like weekly episodes as the plan right now. Um, but anyway, when I was doing all of that, one thing that I wanted to do was like split up the Royal families, but I ended up not doing that obviously because there wasn't going to be, you know, enough content to talk about one Royal family per day and put up an episode every day or talk about like a few Royal families every other day. Um, there just wasn't going to be enough content um, obviously, especially like right now, um, it is the way that's playing out. But it, you know, if every country had an event, I would talk about every single event today. But um, one thing I do love is it does give me some time to like, one, do some more research, but also um, talk more about each event, each royal family, some of the history, go on tangents about residences and kilometers and metric system. That was a fun time. That was a fun ride. Um, so today in Sweden, uh, there was one event, uh, and it was King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel all participating. Um, and they held a digital meeting with the, with representatives from the Nobel Foundation, which is the Nobel Prize. Um, so Sweden and Norway are two countries that are heavily involved in the Nobel Prize ceremonies. Most of the Nobel Prizes are given in Sweden, uh, while the Nobel Peace Prize is given in Norway. But they, um, the Nobel Foundation represents both prizes. So they 
um, have seemingly, at least this year, had more contact or within the past 12 months had more contact with the Swedish royal family. I don't know why necessarily that is um, or if just the Norwegian royal family hasn't shared as much information. Um, I don't know which would be the case. But today they met with the outgoing CEO of the foundation and then the new CEO of the foundation who is Norwegian and is a former member of the Norwegian government. Um, And this is just, you know, it is something that the Swedish royal family are heavily involved in uh, the Nobel Prize ceremony. So they attend. Uh, King Carl Gustav, I think, is the one who hands out the prizes I don't think I've ever watched a Nobel ceremony live, so I don't really know. Uh, My point of reference for this, I mean, I've seen pictures and stuff of every Nobel ceremony since 2011, probably, but I don't really know the order of events. Um, So my point of reference for the order of events is uh, the Big Bang Theory, which I do want to say very quickly, if you've not watched the series finale, I am going to give a spoiler alert, but I think it's been off the air for like a year and a half now or two years. So anyway, at the very end, one of the main characters wins a Nobel Prize and goes to Sweden and receives the Nobel Prize. And the actors who are playing the royal family of Sweden are like spot on. They've got almost the entire staging correct. Um, And I know this because I've seen so many pictures of the ceremony. Um, I was thoroughly impressed, like shockingly impressed by how close to accurate they got this. But anyway, um, so the royal family is heavily involved with the Nobel Foundation and the prizes. Um, They host the banquet. They host lots of different events with the Nobel Foundation. Um, But because, of course, we're living in really strange times, the banquet and stuff had to be canceled in December and it was replaced with a strange hybrid digital ceremony. Um, So I don't know. It's just like it's interesting how involved the the Swedish royal family is, but it doesn't seem like it wasn't publicly shared how involved the Norwegian royal family is. Um, The Nobel Peace Prize ceremony is much different. It's held in the daytime. Uh, The royal family does attend and they have prominence, but I'm not sure they attend, they, that King Harald hands out the award. Um, but it's a, it's an interesting thing, um, that I highly recommend watching pre-COVID at least. Um, so with all of that, we are going to end this episode here today. Um, we'll see what tomorrow brings in terms of engagements as you know, kind of it's the rule of thumb this week. If I'm not going to post an episode, I'll record a quick five minute something to be like, hey, I'm not posting. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Um, And so we'll go from there. We'll always do, there will always be an event every other day, if not every day. So with that, we are going to end this episode and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Please check out uh, thedailyroyal.com as well as the Daily Royal on Instagram. Uh, where you can follow along with the pictures of all of these events. And so with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.